Hey everyone, welcome to the Good Job Podcast, episode 12. This is Deepa. This episode, I sit with Prophecy, Amar Sandhu, and DJ Prana. Three really amazing, talented artists. You can't really call them up and coming because they're already here and already doing so well. I know that they still have a huge career, a huge long, long career ahead of them, but they have already reached such a wonderful place with uh you know their their following and the music that they put out and their body of work so far so originally this episode excuse me i still have a little bit of that cough that you heard in the last episode so i was originally supposed to sit with prophecy and his pr person harjeet who i will continue to shout out and thank repeatedly because he was so helpful and gracious also connected me with Amr Sandhu and DJ Prana. We were all at this conference a couple of weeks back called the Urban Desi Music Conference. You can already guess that it focused on urban Desi music. I was there not just in my capacity as a podcast host, but also my primary job is as an attorney and I do a lot of work in entertainment law, specifically in music, but general entertainment. So I was there in that capacity as well to network and learn and it so happened that this was the place that we were able to connect to record now when you hear the episode the interviews are rather short unfortunately it was just kind of the nature of the evening we couldn't sit and talk for a long long time you know they were there for they were there as panelists they were there as performers and so their time was rather short my first sit down with prophecy was already short to begin with unfortunately the recording i thought got lost and the already short recording um, thankfully i was able to recover about half of it but you'll hear a little bit of distortion in the editing just because we were actually sitting on the rooftop of this venue so there's wind in the back and you know people coming in and out and uh so i tried my best to kind of get rid of that in the background so i i apologize ahead of time for any distortion that you hear if the sound sounds a little bit funny or the volume's a little bit off here or there I did do my best to try to clean that up as much as possible so first I sit down with Prophecy and then his PR person Harjeet also brought out Amar Sandhu DJ Prana also joined us and you know after Prophecy had left all three of these guys they're in their early to mid 20s they're super talented and all very down to earth. The thing that you could tell by sitting with all of them is that they are very passionate about their music, their craft, and just creating in general. So it was truly a pleasure to get to know all of them. I wish our time had been longer, but I'm glad glad that we at least got to get this, this bit of time in. So I'm going to start up the episode with Prophecy. Hope you enjoy. anyone ever heard it but there was a bunch of like instrumentals and there was this one track with uh Sukhvinder and um I forgot the girl's name on it but that is it's called Man Chandre and uh that's probably one of my top songs to get inspired from like I've listened to it probably for the last year and a half now like just on repeat and just the emotion in that song is something I connect to and get inspired from and um also like a lot of people like Kowalis and Nusrat Saab and stuff like that but more so um, 
the digital sound. You know, ARMON did it perfect where he did live music, plus he mixed in his mm -hmm. digital elements, his digital bass, his digital, um, you know, mixing. So uh, those type of things I always draw influence from. Even like, I listen to, um, you know, even Drake's first mixtape just to get that atmospheric feel and just to see what how someone else started and sure. how, what direction their career went into. <coughs> so I like listening to like starting projects a lot, like That's Eminem. Yeah. That's nice. Like I, like when I'm when I'm by myself and I'm nerding out, then I listen to my truck driver music because yeah. nobody else I know really is yeah. into it. Um, and it was funny because I just came back from India, so I, I did a little bit of crazy and I was able to find a couple of albums that I hadn't seen. But like I knew a couple of songs on them. Yeah. But with, with Punjabi albums, it's kind of hard because you don't know what an album is. Like yeah. it's very like if I especially with like older artists. So like if I look at Mokit Singh, I know all these songs, but I don't know which is on which album. Exactly. And if they I find these, them all on yeah. one tape. That might not be the way it was originally put together. Exactly. So somebody just like cut it together, best of, and didn't call it best. Yeah. Of. So that part's a little hard, but like for me, it's like the the truck driver songs, and then um, like like just old old stuff. But I like Galali's, and I also, but I, like you said, I like I like if I like hearing digital stuff, I like hearing the old. Stuff. Yeah, cassettes. So, like, I listen to a lot of cassettes yeah, as well. I, I have a lot of tapes. Um, but also, like, I have it digitally. I don't have it. Um, I don't have the actual CD or tape. But Charanjit mm -hmm. um, takes ten ragas to a disco beat. Yeah, that's that's my jam, and that's one that like nobody else can really appreciate. Because yeah. otherwise, I'm not into electronic music. Yeah. But like that is one of those albums where like, you can hear where it started from. Yeah. And where it went. So obviously, a lot of the, the folks that are here at the conference. Um, and like when I when I edit this and stuff, I'll, I'll do an intro and outro and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I'll I'll give more context because right now it's not gonna make sense. Yeah, but yeah. Um, so like obviously you work with a lot of these casts like Mickey Singh and Rockstar and then like and I assume you guys are all friends and buddies yeah, too. Yeah. Um, is there anybody that you aren't working with yet but want to work with? Like, um, who, who are who are a couple of those people? Um, not really. I mean, I don't really look at like brands like when I work with people like. I want to start working with people that like no one knows mm -hmm. like I get a lot of demos now like since you know I've, I've kind of put myself out there that this is the email and just send me your music like I don't care if you have five fans I don't care if you have 500,000 sure. fans so the people that I want to work with is kind of like someone that just like obviously you have to be a good musician but on top of that you have to be a good human being yeah I mean I've been very fortunate that the people I work with you know whether it's like Mickey Rax, um, you know, even Sandu in the future, like they're good human beings. So <coughs> I need someone that I could connect to on an, uh, you know, on a personal level, yeah. and then also that's insanely talented. Because in the past, like, yeah, I've worked with talented people, but like I just don't like their vibe or the ego. Like you know, things get involved. So you know, they're on my page. Like I don't mind who it is. I just want to work with. Sure, I, I think the. Um Especially when it comes to the creative world, if you don't have people that you vibe with in that way, like it's gonna affect your art, it's gonna affect the output. Um, have you, I mean, you don't have to say who, but like, have you been hearing demos of people that you like? Yeah, uh, 
definitely. It, even like, um, I know I just, on the thing, I blasted India on the panel. But like, there's good talent coming sure. out from India. And even North America, like there's so many bedroom DJs, bedroom producers that are turning into the next big thing. Because I'm like in my early 20s and even four or five years ago, I didn't have the resources that these 16, sure. 17 year olds have sure. now. Sure. So even like, um, it, like age isn't a factor anymore. I mean, if you listen to the new Kendrick Lamar album, Swiss Beat's son is five years old and he produced a song on that album. Yeah. So technology is just making it younger and younger and younger. So my thing is that, yeah, when I get more clout and when I get, you know, higher in this industry, I definitely want to work with younger kids, give them the recognition and you know kind of build this industry i feel you um what now if somebody sends you a demo yeah. what are you looking for i mean besides just like besides like hearing that thing that you can't yeah. describe but like besides like what are you just totally um like if I, so like if so does somebody need to send you an original song or are they just sending you themselves anything. singing like when i like i signed rashi she's the only artist i've ever signed mm -hmm. and um what like I'll just go back to her as an example. She was she did a sing, uh, demo of my song, but I like I it was really good. But then I heard the other demo she did, like just of other people's songs, and just tonally I've never heard a voice so like no auto tune, no digital, literally in her parents' bedroom, mm -hmm. just recording a demo. And that's what I like to hear is that rawness that. I've never met this person and I don't know where they're from, I don't know who they are, but just by listening to the tone of the voice, I've developed an emotional connection sure, to who they are. Sure. So it's like, I don't care if you've recorded in your garage mic or <clears throat> if you've sent me a full like studio, you've spent a bunch mm -hmm. of money and gave me the demo, but at the end of the day, it's just, can I emotionally connect to what you're saying? Sure. And I've never met you and I like, a lot of people they've heard my music and they connect to my music and they've never met me and i want that connection like with everyone sure. like a lot of people will never probably meet me in their life but they just need to know that i love them i mean they love me you know yeah absolutely i don't think there's um i don't know that there's enough of that these yeah, days I, I can definitely appreciate that coming back yeah. like one of the things that i really appreciate about old music is this um Again, it's that thing, like, you can feel the emotion. And it's not just a matter of, like, oh, I can feel them crying. Like, when they're talking about love or they're talking about whatever else. Can you sing? So this is the point in the interview where Proxy got called away. He had to go speak on a panel. So we had to shut things down. And uh, before we're moving on to the next segment, I just wanted to give you an idea as to where to find him on the internet. So he's at The Prophecy on Twitter, Instagram, etc. I'll spell it for you. It's at T-H-E-P-R-O-P-H-E-C. The Prophecy. Big letter C. You can find him on Facebook. And I th he's got a couple of new songs out. You should definitely check out if you already don't know his music or aren't familiar with him. You won't be disappointed. And now, on to Amr Sandhu and DJ Prana. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Uh, deep, deep, right? Deepa. Deepa. Okay. Navdeep, but Deepa yeah. for sure. Yes. Yeah. So what do you, now obviously like I'm familiar with your music, mm -hmm. I love it, it's great. Thank you. Um, where are you based? Dallas, Texas. You're, okay, yeah. so I met a couple of your friends before. So yeah, those are my, my cousins and stuff. <coughs> so they were like, oh, we're down here with Umar, and I was like, I don't, I was like, I don't, because I yeah. didn't know if they were referring to you or somebody else, I was like, yeah, I, no, I don't no, know Umar. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't know who yeah. that is. Yeah. Yes, I met 
Jatinder and Tejinder. Yeah, those are my musty yeah. songs. Those are my cousins. Yeah, <laughs> TJJT. So I got to meet them. So, um, yeah, actually, I gave Tejinder my card too. Okay. <coughs> um, but so you're based in Dallas. Are you born and bred there? I've never been to India in my life. Oh really? Yeah, never. How's that for you? Uh, is it like? That's why I wish like I could have could have said said down there and stuff like that. But is um, it on the to do list or is it just like? It is. Uh, when it happens, it'll happen. So the actual thing with me was I have five sisters, right? Um, and so my parents kind of always had like so buddy system with us. They're like, okay, when we go to India, you know, these two are gonna go, whatever, whatever, and then. By the time when it came to my turn, that's when I found a guru mm-hmm. for, for singing and vocals yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. And, um, the, and the crazy thing is, is I, I kind of was just like, I was just adamant to my parents. I was like, no, I'm learning. I don't want to go to India, you know? So even my, my sister that's that's older than me, she hasn't gone. Like, I had to like completely sacrifice her India trip too, whatever, for that for that reason. Because they were like, well, we're not going to go period at all Then if you're not trying to go, you know? So I was like, I, I don't. And the crazy thing is that was actually the last time I ever got to, to see my guru and stuff like that. Oh. Sonny Pablo, you probably heard of him mm-hmm. before. So maybe that's yeah. the 30, that was, that was yeah. back in that was like big, 2006. Yeah. So I was 16 at that time. And, and when I had that vocal lesson, it was about like 15 and a half or so, something like that. So after that, like, I mean, I never got to talk to him or anything. So to me, it's, it's always been one of those things that kind of just like stuck with me. Like, yo, that's cool. Like, you've got to have this last yeah, lesson. Yeah, that's amazing. You know? And so now it's just it's just a goal for me to, to like since I've been 26 years without going to India, I'm like if this this is my passion, I'm going to India for my passion. Like I'm Might going there well. for a show, you know. Take I don't want to go there, to, to, you know. I want to visit <laughs> it, like being at the top, you know, like yeah, just yeah, like yeah. I have a show. I'm gonna go in front of a stage of people that I've never seen or That'd a place I've never been to, but you know. You don't want to go just to chill. Like, not not to after I go there for a show. I just want to build that anticipation just because I know that show will be so freaking I'll be awesome. Like, oh, like, just so hype. Like, yeah. yeah, no, I'll, I'm going to blast that shit everywhere too. Like, this is my first time. Like, if you haven't gone because of family after this long, it's like, yeah, there's no you, you got to go there for a purpose. Yeah. And like, you know what, fam? I came here for a purpose. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, You it's guys will see me once I'm done with this show, but, <laughs> you know, until then. No, absolutely. We just, we just did a family trip out there and we were. My, my brother, my papi, my dad, my mom, myself, and we, the kids, we all hadn't gone, I hadn't gone up since eight years, my brother hadn't gone in seven, my papi hadn't gone in like 14, so for us, like we still have a lot of family there, so we, but now we can like, we can Skype with them, we can us a little bit, because we've been going since we were young, so like for us, we're like, no, we missed the food, and I, like, I know where I want to go shopping. I'm I so scared eat. to eat out oh there. God, so good. Get sick. Half the, half I know it. I know I'm gonna get sick. Yeah. Half our half our trip is planned around food. Like, I want to go look up there on the street, we, man. Yeah. Ever since I heard about going up there on the street, yeah, like, man. The radio. Every morning, man. I'm so going. Fresh there, then yeah. Delicious. You yeah, can get pizza on that radio now. Yeah. Hell yeah. I had radio pizza the first time this time. It was so good. Like I don't know. Do you guys have? I know it's in Jersey and New York. Do you guys have Singa's pizza in Texas at all? <laughs> I've had Singa beer, but that's like <laughs> Thailand. Oh, you are from Jersey? Where are you from in Jersey? Uh, you know where Cherry Hill, like, yeah. Yeah. Depp for Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Bridgewater, so. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what I'm against in the yes. same game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we had the same shit in Dallas, too. So my cousins, TJJT. They go to the other Gurdwara that's kind of like the... Rival Gurdwara's? Yeah. Yeah, Def, Defer was always like the sleeper. Like, they kind of always came out in order because everybody always forgot about them. I used them. to play for you guys, though. Oh, really? Soccer. Oh, really? We had like the, the men's tournament and we used to, There was like two or three years in a row I played for Bridgewater. And oh, what years did you play for Bridgewater? I don't know. I was probably like... I don't know how old you guys 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys like babies. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's an entertainment lawyer, bro. Oh, yeah. So I was like, yeah, we gotta definitely get you number four. We'll, we'll yeah. Law of attraction. Uh, we just talked about it too, like, about a week ago. We were like, man, we need to find an entertainment lawyer. <laughs> yeah, man. I, no, I, I seriously, one of the things that when I started. Because our entertainment lawyer that we did have, he, he manages DJ Sand as well. Okay. So Interest. I got you. Yeah, no, one of the one of the things when I started law school was um, one of like the revelations I had. They were like, "Well, you can do law in anything that you want," and I was like, "They're like, yeah, you can literally do it in any industry. You can do any kind of law you want. You can do any kind of lawyer." I was like, "Well, I really like music, so can I do that?" And they're like, "Yeah." Uh, and then it was then it was done. Do you, do you sing as well? Uh, no, I produce mostly. And, I mean, I used to mix, but I produce now, and I just love that. It's a whole different nice. piece in itself. Um, so then I want to talk to though, you later because I want advice because I like singing, but I, I want I need I need more like practical advice. Both of us on that. Our chemistry is retarded. Like it's crazy. Like we'll, we'll just hang out with the artists, and like I'll just bring out the production side and just like a sound that they'll like. And right. Like, you know, I, I vibe with that, and then they'll just bring out the best in their vocals. Sing like, this, sing this, do this, trust me. And are you guys like, yeah. are you guys related or are you friends? Just friends through music. Through so, how, how, so how, when did you guys meet? Eight years ago. Yeah, like after his first single dropped, he hit him up like, "Yo, I." My single hadn't even dropped yet. My trailer dropped for my first single. I kind of like the music. Yo, like, what are you doing right now? Literally, all it took us is I was, I was not prepared for where I was at that time when I started music. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just kind of one of those things. Like, hey, jump in the booth. You have a nice voice. Let's Wait, you know what? That's, that's sometimes then, how it happens. Yeah. So like with him, he was like, "Yo, do you have any vocal samples?" And I was like, "What the fuck? Like, I don't even have one song that that's not even out yet." You know. <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, I'll send you vocals." So I didn't even understand what a metronome was. I didn't even know about singing on a key and like beat or whatever. But I just mentally knew how to sing on key mm-hmm. you know so luckily like that part was covered and whatnot and so i sent it to him and he was like i used to mix on sony acid pro and stuff like that too so i knew when shit was off beat or whatever and so like when he sent it to me that shit sounded like crap i'm not gonna lie but but it was all <laughs> chopped up the vocals were chopped up and the vocals were on beat and so to me i was just like yo like, what the fuck? like like, like so you, it's expected <coughs> to, be, like, to sound bad because like the vocals aren't supposed to be chopped at those certain places mm-hmm. all my extended parts and shit are all cut off and shit you know but like i was sitting there i was like wait yo this guy actually took the time out to do all this shit like yo he actually you know and it's kind of it's 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 yeah i mean that, after that, that it's just yeah, I mean, growing together, like just, really, just, really, just, really, just, really, just really, yeah. It's the balance. He's very fast paced. So just lay the track down. And I'm very slow paced. Like, hold up, this part. Let me fix this. Hold up, let me fix this. And so at the end of the day, just so I just pretty much bad. give him like a hurricane that just destroyed a whole project. Because there's <laughs> vocals up here, there's down. vocals down here, there's vocals over here, Yo, right here, right here, right here. And then he like just color codes it and all puts it together and shit. It was like what was it? Eight. Yeah, ADD, OCD, that's it. Right. So I'm the ADD, ADD, so OCD, OCD. So he cleans it up, watches all over the place. That's awesome. We'll get now, the rest and now I'm staring at Furious because I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to remember if you're familiar, if you're not, because it was like, if you played for Bridgewater, now I'm going to see if I recognize him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it? No, no, no. I played for Bridgewater one year. I played for Glen Rock. Oh, I don't think well, that's I, New York, I, right? Huh? That's New York, right? Yeah, we're, that's, that's we're, we're done. 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 We're
So that was my conversation with Amr Sandhu and DJ Prana. Shout out to Prana for representing New Jersey. They were so much fun to talk to. I wish, I wish, I wish that we had gotten to sit together longer. Same with Prophecy. It was just that kind of night, but I'm so truly appreciative of the time that we did get together. I hope that we're able to cross paths again soon and I'm, I'm going to have them back on the podcast for even longer because they were so interesting to talk to. It's so inspiring to sit with people who love what they do so much, who create and um, are just so driven. Now, I know in the past couple weeks since I've seen them, Prophecy's already back in Canada, in Calgary, working on new music. He And he, I mean, he has new tracks out for you to listen to. So it's not like, you know, oh, I'm just... I haven't put out anything in a year and I'm now I'm putting now I'm working on stuff. No, he's always putting content out. If you want to find his stuff, you can find him at the prophecy no why dot com. And Amr Sandhu and DJ Prana in the past two weeks since I've seen them have already been performing like four or five times. They headlined at Bangra Blowout 23.com. No comment as to how old that makes me feel. Uh about the Bangra Blowout, not about these guys. But so you already see the trajectory of their careers. And if you haven't listened to their music, please do so. Amr Sandhu and DJ Prana's music can be found at their respective websites, amrsandhumusic.com. That's A-M-A-R-S-A-N-D-H-U music.com. And pranamusic.com, P-R-A-N-N-A music.com. And just as a side note, I want to clarify that when Prana and I were talking about the sick games, in New Jersey and New York, there are uh, there's a field day that goes on every year, and it's basically just competitions between the sick sick places of worship, the, the gurdwaras, and uh, so it's track and field and volleyball and basketball and soccer, and so it, it gets competitive. So we like to talk smack. There's no actual hatred, there's no actual rivalry between the between the gurdwaras. There's all love. We just like to talk smack to each other. That's all. So like I said, do your fa- do yourself a favor. Listen to their music if you don't already know it. Prana and Amr Sandhu have a project out now called New Era. You can check it out at newera.urbanasian.com. And if you go to their websites, you can also see the link for their New Era Tour podcast. So you can hear that as well. And uh, Prophecy has a bunch of new tracks out. You can find them on his website. Thank you so much for listening. You can always find me at goodjawpodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions, concerns, feedback, you want to send me poetry, you want to send me recipes, whatever. You can also find me on Instagram, Twitter, and now Snapchat at goodjawpodcast. Hope to talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. This has been the Good Job Podcast.